0: Good morning. Good new year to our listeners. Good luck. (laughs) Welcome to the Ransom Heart Podcast. John Eldridge and Craig McConnell here at the start of a new year. Happy 2016, everyone. Hope you had a good holiday, whatever that meant for you. Hope it was Mm. good. And... It's hard to turn the corner. It's hard to. Yes. (laughs) We actually prayed about this several weeks ago, just asking Jesus, how do we start the new year? What do you have for Ransomed Heart podcasting? And it was so good, Craig. We started talking about a new series we'd like to do, and you kind of stopped us. We were sitting with Alan, our producer, and Craig, you said, we can't just ignore the reality huh. that everybody's feeling. Here we go. Here we go. Mm-hmm. Right? Here's a new year. And we'd spend today just talking a little bit about that. That's good. I think the first thing I was sensing from Jesus this morning, even as I was driving in, was pay attention to mm-hmm. what you're feeling about a new year. Mm-hmm. good and bad, everything, yeah. mixed, ambivalent, anticipation, excitement, fear, whatever it is, just felt like Jesus' invitation was pay attention to that.
1: Yeah. Can I add guilt and pressure to your list?
0: <laughs> is that what you're paying attention yeah, to?
1: Well, it's kind of hard to avoid. It's,
0: <laughs> yeah. Yep. So, Craig, is you – anticipate any new year. Uh As you think about, here we go, here's, you know, somewhat artificially marked by January 1st, but 2016, a new year, what are you aware of?
1: What I'm aware of is um, my need for God to just kind of reorient me. I typically come into January with uh, guilt that I didn't live as well. They didn't go the way I wanted it to, the holidays. It's either falls short.
0: A little uh, too much eggnog. there.
1: Only two glasses of eggnog over the whole holiday season. And I don't know what Aunt Beverly did to it, but uh, <laughs> I was in the third heaven. <laughs> uh, but guilt, not for any one action, but I get out of my rhythm. Yep. I feel like, ah, you know – I wanted the holiday to look different. I don't know if I have realistic expectations or not. But, yeah, exhaustion, a little bit of guilt and pressure to get it together quickly.
0: Yeah. And as you look forward to a new year, what does that stir? What does looking ahead into your 2016, what are you aware of on that front?
1: Yeah. I long for a good year of health. I long to become a dreamer this year. There's things in my life mm. that I can't help but mm. go into the year hoping that this will be a year where something happens mm-hmm. here and here and mm-hmm. here. I long to be a better lover. And I long for a whole lot from God and for God.
0: Yeah. You. Yeah. I'm aware of two things that feel very opposite. And it makes me think of Chesterton's line that the Christian life is furious opposites. On the one hand, I know and we are invited to anticipate good things from our Father. And I want to live more like that. Mm -hmm. I have such a warrior mindset that I kind of tend to be focused more on, okay, what do we need to press into this year? What hills need to be taken what I want to be praying into for my kids, for Mm that, you know. But I know that the invitation is to anticipate good things. Expect good things Mm -hmm. from your papa, right? Mm -hmm. And then on the other hand, the other thing I'm very aware of is, wow, what's coming down this year? What Mm -hmm. Globally, you know, the world seems to be swept by – Evil. What does that mean? And then more locally, provincially, you know, there's I'm a seasoned enough soldier to know that there will also be significant battles. And mm-hmm. just found myself this morning aware of those mm-hmm. furious opposites. Mm-hmm. Wow. It's true. It's true. And wondering, what does a kingdom mindset do with that? I think there are some listeners whose personality, bent, spirituality kind of takes them in the direction of no, good things, dream, hope, pray, expect good things. And and then I think there are those whose personality, bent, spirituality takes them more in the direction of oh boy. (laughs) what's coming...
1: Through those doors. (laughs)
0: Yeah, what's coming through those doors. And maybe those folks watch a little bit too much of the news, but there is that reality, and there are those two things. And I'm just curious, listeners, as you're hearing us, just to be aware for a moment and allow yourself, what is it that you're feeling about the new year? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. On the one hand... There's some great things I'm looking forward to. We're going to talk in next week's podcast about some really cool things coming ahead that we're doing at Ransomed Heart. And on a personal front, Luke's getting married this summer. Oh, yeah. In June. And what a fun thing. Mm. What a beautiful thing. What a kingdom thing to look forward to. And You know, personal hopes, dreams for the year. And here's the analogy I was thinking, Craig, was – do you remember watching – maybe it was years and years ago, the trapeze, the high wire artist that had the long pole yeah. that he would hold to balance him as he went out on the high wire, uh-huh. right? And I've always wondered why such a long pole? <laughs> why does he have you know so much extending out one side and so much extending out the other and – it is for obviously for balance. Mm -hmm. He he has that for a purpose up there. And, you know, a short little pole would just kind of whip around and not provide stability. Mm -hmm. But there's something about having kind of this long extension out to the left and this long extension out to the right of him as he's walking on that high wire. Mm -hmm. And I thought about that image on, I think the Christian does need to live with both. Mm -hmm. I mean, at first I was just kind of thinking I was my own psychosis, but no, like we are invited, we are invited to anticipate good things. Mm -hmm. I know the plans I have for you, says the Lord, right? Famous passage, plans not to harm you, but to prosper you, to give you a future and a hope. I mean, it's just huge to, you know, David says in the Psalms, I expect to see the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living. I think there's a long extension that goes out to that side of you live in the household of a good, good father. And we are invited, therefore, to expect good things and pray and ask for good things and to anticipate good things. And for you, I know that coming out of some brutal years of chemo, I mean to allow yourself to dream a little Mm -hmm. bit this year – that's the invitation, yeah. right? Yeah. To live. Yeah. To live.
1: To have hope, to dream, Yeah. to anticipate, to believe that God wins, that he is present, that there is redemption, there is resurrection. There's so many themes in the Word mm. that just speak mm-hmm. to that.
0: Yeah. Yeah, Stacy injured herself exercising back in the fall, and she went through... My goodness, from before Thanksgiving to after Christmas, she was injured and she had to use a cane Mm -hmm. to walk. And she could barely walk and she was in a lot of pain. And, you know, when you're in that, you kind of forget things are going to be different again, Mm -hmm. right? And that, you know, things will return. Goodness will return. But that's the invitation that we hope in goodness this year you want to expect it there is a certain spiritual reality and we kind of talk about making agreements but yeah sort of what you speak over your life and what you anticipate does open the door either for god or for the enemy yeah. you know if you're just in a place of hunker down no dreams don't you know expect much don't trust people don't look for much it's pretty hard for God to get through to
1: you. Mm-hmm. You know, you're mm-hmm.
0: you're barricaded.
1: I mm. don't think you can make it on any level without hope, expectation, anticipation mm-hmm. of mm-hmm. God intervening, God being present. It's not an option. It's not something we wait until our later years mm-hmm. to develop. Mm-hmm. We just need that in the world we're born in, how can you exist? How can you get up in the morning if God isn't present, and mm. good, redemptive? Yes. Yeah. And there isn't a coming kingdom. Yeah, that's huge.
0: Gabriel Marcel is a French philosopher that has this wonderful line where he just explains hope is to the soul as breathing is to the body. That you can't live without hope. You've got to have some some hope for this year, mm-hmm. and that would be a great exercise, friends, for you to just grab a pen, mm. sit down, a cup of coffee, and just ask yourself, what am I allowing myself to hope for this year? Mm-hmm. What goodness am I anticipating, or would I love to anticipate? You know, just kind of open that mm-hmm. door, mm-hmm. because again, that I think that there are these spiritual realities, these principles to the world just like there are physical realities and principles and if you don't open yourself to good things, it is hard for God to bring those good things to you. Right. Whether it's love, friendship, relationship, you know, the new job, any job, a turn of events in your health, you know, whatever, mm-hmm. like In order for you to receive those things, you've got to be open to them. Mm -hmm. You know, or God has to sort of break down through barricades to get to you, barricades that we've erected.
1: Yeah. Right? Yeah. 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 So those two ends of that balancing pole, John, on one end, as you started, as we started, it's um, just acknowledging and owning and feeling where is your heart, where are you going, what's happening, and then that may be a theme, but it's not the major theme. The right. major theme is hope and anticipation. And it is
0: well, I think that's one extension. OK. I think that's one extension. OK. And I think that the Christian does have to live with a sober extension out to the other side. Yeah. The other long length of the pole is we are called not to be naive yeah. and – This is such a beautiful conversation because what we're unpacking is a kind of maturity that, frankly, is pretty rare, allowing hopes, dreams, expectations. I expect good things from my papa. Mm -hmm. I'm praying for big things this year. I'm naming it a good year, right? Yeah. I'm naming it a good year. And then there's a sobriety that the mature believer needs to have as well, what Jesus called the birth pains. You know, in Matthew 24, right, that nations will rise against nations, kingdoms against kingdoms. There will be famines and earthquakes, right? He goes on to kind of describe the distress of the earth. That sure sounds like the news if you read it, (laughs) right? I mean, there is ISIS. There is terrorism. There is all of the shootings that have been going on in the U.S. There is evil. And we do believe that we're living at the end of the age, mm-hmm. not quite sure how close to the end, but clearly we're in those birth pains. <laughs> clearly we are. And there's a sobriety that doesn't go into pessimism, but that kind of has a healthy sense of armor up,
1: mm-hmm.
0: armor up. You know, If anything, pray more this year, be more intentional about guarding your kingdom, be more intentional about reigning with Christ over the things that he's given you because there are these two various opposites. Yes. And if the trapeze, you know, picture doesn't work for you, then think of a bird with one wing. If you only have one of these two wings, if you just have the sobriety, mm-hmm. right, then you don't fly. Like you become a pretty pessimistic person, yes. pretty guarded, pretty hunkered down and not
1: dreaming, right? Mhm. And addictions.
0: Yeah, I mean the soul eventually has to go somewhere, doesn't yeah. it?
1: Yeah. Yeah. You can't live that way. And
0: if you have only the wing of optimism and it's going to be glorious and I name it my best year ever and and those are good things by the way, but if you only have that wing then when the battle hits you feel so betrayed. Mm-hmm. And so many dear ones, so many dear ones feel so betrayed by God when all along you were told there's a thief that comes to steal, kill, and destroy. You know, when Jesus is describing the offer of Christianity in John chapter 10, he says, those who follow me come in and out and find pasture, but he warns you there's an enemy. Mm-hmm. right, that comes to steal, kill, and destroy. There's false shepherds, right? Mm-hmm. There's wolves, right, yeah. and false gospels. And you know, he kind of says, heads up, yes, I intend good things for you, yeah. but be mature. Don't be foolish about the nature of the world in which you yeah. live. And I think that that causes us to live very open-handed. Yes, what was St. Francis's phrase about the world, Craig? I think you were quoting it the other day about you should wear it as a garment lightly, and it only touches you in a few places, and there but lightly, something like that. But just about the Christian has a looseness too, right? Yes, yes. So Craig, given those two wings, mm-hmm. how does that help you reorient for the year? Mm-hmm. Like, do you feel something shifting in you even as we're mm-hmm. trying to lay that picture out? Yeah. What's reorienting?
1: I think the idea of major and minor theme, which we've talked about in other ways, but I think I want to be alert to grief, fear, disappointment, all those things you feel living in this world that's so different than the world we are created for, but Greater than that is a genuinely true hope mm-hmm. that far exceeds the fears and the realities of the world I live in. But a hope it's rooted in God and the coming kingdom and kind of monitoring which theme is the major one and mm-hmm. at this moment, this time and just yeah. – I need a few days, I think, just kind of discipline to reorient and remind myself of what's true, what's important. The world I live in is this. Lord, what do I need Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. to dive back in? Yeah,
0: so good. Back to John 10. That's exactly the invitation. Jesus says, he who comes in and out through me. Mm -hmm. will find good pasture. Mm -hmm. Jesus, what do you have for me this year? What are you saying over my year? Guide me. Because you can't just chase dreams naively. You just can't. It'll break your heart. You can't just, well, I'm going to dream about, you know, finally changing careers. Or I'm going to dream about finally writing that book I've wanted. And yeah, check in with Jesus on that. When? Mm -hmm. Lord? How? He invites us to stay close, stay close to the shepherd. As you dream, you have to live with sobriety. You have to in this world. But the thing that I was so struck by this morning was Jesus calls them birth pains. Like, yes, yes, nation rises against nation, kingdom against kingdom. Yep, there's terrorism. Yep, there's still the heartbreak of the Middle East. Yep, that's all true. That's all going on. Earthquakes, yep. Famines, yep. That's all Mm -hmm. happening. Human trafficking, yep. And yet, the Christian looks at those things and says, birth pains. The kingdom's coming.
1: Yes, yeah.
0: The kingdom's coming. Like, not to give way to fear and foreboding. Yes. Just feels like those two wings or those two long extensions Mm -hmm. of the of the pole that the trapeze artist uses on the high wire, I think are going to be helpful for all of us to think about our year. Yeah. Yeah. And we hope it is helpful, friends. Look forward to a year of podcasts with you as well, listeners, and tell your friends about the Ransomed Heart Podcast. Spread the word. If this is helping you, if this is feeding you, help us reach some others by telling them about it Showing them how easy it is to listen to it on the Ransomed Heart app or or on our website. And here we go, 2016. I'm ready.